Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. I'm continuing to read the insights I have found while seeking to understand what the scriptures say the true church of God should look like. All of this information comes from my free ebook titled The True Church of God, and it can be downloaded freely at the freegiftfromgod.com website. So let me continue reading, and I hope you find something of value in the insights that the Lord has given to me. The congregation of the church in Jesus Christ is a congregation of brethren. We're all brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we're all equal to one another. A person who has a ministry gift to preach, teach, evangelize, pastor, or prophesy, and even a person who has one of the other nine gifts of the Spirit, is no greater nor lesser than any other member of the congregation. We are all equal, and Jesus made this point abundantly clear when he said in Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 to 28, But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew 20, verses 25 to 28. Jesus made the point that as he had come to serve mankind and he took the form of a servant here on earth, so too those who are charged with any kind of position or responsibility in the church or who have a spiritual gift are to be servants as he served. He noted that in the world, and especially among the Gentiles and non-believers, those in power lord it over those who serve them. They rise to positions of power to be served. But Christ came to serve and pointed out that the way of the Gentiles was not the way of his church. Those in positions of power, be it apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, elders or deacons, are there to serve and not be served. They are not greater than those in the congregation, but are brethren with those in the congregation. Paul also points out this same thing, showing how all the members of a congregation in the church are important and all have a role to play. The congregation comes together in perfect harmony when all parts of it are working in accordance with the will of God. There are none who are better or greater than others, but we are all brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 25. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the organs in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single organ, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body which seem to be weaker are indispensable, and those parts of the body which we think less honourable, we invest with the greater honour, and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, 
which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving the greater honour to the inferior part, that there may be no discord in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 25. Every part of the human body works together for the sake of the whole, and no part is indispensable. Likewise, every part of the church, which is the body of Christ, works together in harmony, and no part is indispensable. It doesn't matter whether one person is a preacher and a teacher and another just warms the pews. Both are essential. After all, if there were no one in the pews, who would the preacher preach to? We see the key to this in the last verse of this section of Scripture quoted above. There should be no discord and all members of the church should have the same care for one another. We are all brethren in the church and must treat everyone in the church as equals, regardless of their status or station in life. In Christ, we are brethren and co-equal with one another. That's all I have for this week. I hope you found it interesting, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I continue looking at these aspects of the true church of God. And next week I'll be looking at Antichrist structures. All of the information I'm covering here is contained in a free ebook titled The True Church of God that can be downloaded from the freegiftfromgod.com website. So until next week, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and hoping you have a blessed week ahead. God bless. 